Hey guys, happy Monday. Oh, excuse me, Tuesday. <laughs> wow. Okay. Clearly I'm still in uh, July 4th uh, vacay mode. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, I hope you had a great 4th of July and weekend and got to really enjoy. Clearly I did because I don't even know what day it is. But let's be real, as a mom, I pretty much don't know what day it is any day. Um, and then, you know, add the pandemic and everything else. I just pretty much feel like I just don't know days anymore. So anyways, on that note, <laughs> I hope you guys had a great celebration. You guys really got to enjoy your freedom, enjoy family and friends, just enjoy life. I think it's so important, especially now to like keep reminding people to do that. And so I hope it was great for all of you. Today is another incredible guest and a very, very interesting episode. And uh, when I say interesting, it is really, we dive deep. I have an amazing guest, S.A. Smith, uh, who is known on social media as a girl in the universe. She's really made waves in sharing the energy of the world, what's going on with the collective, and really speaking to just so much of everything as a whole. Uh, so for those that are listening that maybe don't know what I'm talking about right now, uh, though I know many of you do, I hope you hold space for this episode. I hope you really take it in and you take what resonates with you and you choose to drop whatever doesn't and, you know, just throw it away. Um, but I think it's really important, especially right now, for all of us to tap into our knowingness and into our hearts. When you put in your, your hand over your heart, you are able to really resonate with what's true and what aligns. And I know that's what I do. So I would highly encourage you to do the same with this episode and really dive deep with us and uh, enjoy this conversation and ask yourself questions and um, learn, you know, uh, that's what I've been doing uh, ever since I kind of had my awakening. So that's what I wanted to share with this. I hope you guys enjoy it. Essay is amazing. Make sure you check her out at A Girl in the Universe. Of course, everything will be in the show notes. And I hope you guys are all doing well. As always, please, if you love this episode, screenshot it and tag a friend, tag Allie Levine Design, everything with Allie Levine, so we can reshare it and reshare the love. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit the subscribe button on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Leave a five-star review. A written one is just so amazing. We're almost at 200 reviews, and that is my goal for the month of July. So I would so love it if you guys would help me get there. I appreciate all of them. I have started to read them on the episodes, and um, I will read another one on Friday because it really means so much to me when you guys take the time. So I want to do the same and take the time back. Um, also, if you guys are looking for more Made in the USA products, clean, non-toxic, truly manufactured here. I know they're clean and, you know, clinically tested. Um, I have a hidden gem that I've been really enjoying using myself. So just DM me and I'm happy to share it with you guys um, and just say, hey, what was that hidden gem you were talking about? <laughs> but anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It really is so amazing. And uh, cheers to Tuesday. And we will see you back for part two of this episode on Friday. Yes, there are two parts to this episode because it is that deep. It is that juicy and good and intense that I felt there needed to be two parts. So enjoy guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything. From motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained.
hey, hey, welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. You guys, I have such a powerful and incredible guest with me. I have S.A. Smith, girl in the universe. You guys, if you don't know her, you need to be following her. She is so incredible. I love everything she's doing and sharing and how she's been sharing her journey and what the world is going through. You guys know I'm super into this and I've been getting more and more guests in this space and really having you all tap into your own abilities and what we're going through. So let me tell you a little bit about her before I bring her on. S.A. Smith is a spiritual intuitive and energy alchemist. She has always been sensitive beyond the normal. She has the ability to tap into the collective and feel what is happening and help her clients tap in too. She sees images, shapes, places, and events before they happen. She uses her connection to source and her guides, her clients' guides, and their higher self during her sessions. Her guide help her answer your questions with a deeper understanding than we have in our own realms. Sometimes you just need an answer and want to know what change is coming, maybe it's a new job or a new love. By connecting into your energy, Essay can see that connection and share all its information with you. It's truly a magical thing, and she loves sharing it with her clients. As an energy practitioner, she will connect to your energy during a session. She allows her to see what is going on in your field, feel your pain, which allows her to connect deeper into what needs to be cleared and upgrade within your energetic system and find into your higher self. She's also certified in several different energy modalities to allowing her several ways to work with her clients, which is quantum healing practitioner, Reiki master, and reverend. And she's also a certified Ascension life coach, which specializes in Ascension, awakening, life purpose, and personal energies, understanding, and guidance. And guys, if you don't know what some of those things mean, we are going to dive into all things in this show. So just hang tight. And every client she has is unique and they need change regularly as they ascend, which we all do as we enter into ascension. So, oh my gosh, SA, I'm so honored to have you, girl in the universe. Welcome to my show. Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to talk about all things ascension. Yes, I love it. Oh my gosh. So before we get really like deep into ascension and everything else, why don't you tell a little bit more about, obviously you have so much, you know, that you have studied and are passionate about and is your life's work. But I would love to know before you had this incredible bio and story, how did you get here? Like, you know, like how did this all kind of begin? Of course, you said you've always had, you know, feelings that were more than normal. I think it's funny, like every type of, you know, healer, medium, psychic, whatever, maybe Ascension coach I've had on, they all have that in common that like they always knew something was a little off or was not the quote unquote norm. So I think that's so cool because then you kind of always knew there was something about you, but like, how did it go from, for you, from knowing something about you to actually realizing that you had a gift, you had this magic and this real intuition, and then to actually tap into it to be where you are. Well, it started really young for me. Like I'm the one that you'd find in the library, like at five or six, trying to move the stapler with her mind and everybody saying, what are you doing? You can't do that. I'm still trying to move that stapler, by the way. It hasn't moved yet, (laughs) but I'm working on it. I love it. I've always been that person, the one that could tell who was going to call, what was going on. No one could ever get me Christmas presents because I could tell you what was in each box. So I went from that. And then as you, you know, you grow and you change, I've always talked with my guides, always been that person that was talking with their guides. But then as I got older, I needed something more, something different. And then I had my son, something about wow. childbirth changes you. I'm telling you. Oh my God. I love that You just said this because I have said this over and over and over to all my friends, even friends who have had children. And now I have, you know, my two girls and I've said, I believe every single time you have a child, you are reborn. I totally agree with that because everything that you thought was so important now means nothing because this child is like everything and takes up every bit of your time and 
all that time you thought you didn't have then you wished you had after you had the child. Right. So from then I was noticing how amazing he was and he was talking to shadows. One day we were in the house. We had a really old house in Massachusetts, beautiful house. And he's like, he had been at my mother's house and he's like, why doesn't grandma's shadows talk? And I'm like, our shadows talk. And, and he's like, yeah. And dad's coming home in a new car tonight. He's three. Wow. Okay. So I'm like, what kind of car is he coming home in? A blue one. And I'm like, we don't have a blue car, honey. You know? And, but of course I nurtured that because that's who I am. My husband's car broke down. He got a new car and came home in a rental that was blue. Oh my God. He had no idea what was going on. So from that point, I'm like searching our shadows, wondering what's going on. So it just, you know, you, you take your first step, you go here. And then it's like this beautiful bundle of energy that changes you. And you, you don't even realize each thing that you're doing has put you in the path you need to be. And everything that you've done in the past now adds to that past. It's amazing. And as light workers, if we have light workers listening, you know what I mean, because you've been going through this life. You've never quite feel like you fit in. And suddenly you're in this place of ascension and you can look behind you and go, I had to go through all that. So I can help everybody that needs help with all that in front of me. So that's the same thing with me. I just started taking all different types of energy healing courses because I could always feel the energy, but I didn't know what to do with it. You know, and once I realized, then you take a zillion different courses and then you find what works for you and put it in this beautiful bundle of you. And, and that's how I became me. Wow. So for you, like you say, sir, young, and then of course your son, like, do you feel like that opened up and, and took you off even more in Ascension because of your son and all the abilities he was tapping into? And he obviously had, I think so, because really I hit about my twenties and you know what happened? you go off to find yourself guys become so important you know school all that kind of stuff so it wasn't until my son was born that I kind of settled down a little bit and then I could work on me because I had to work on him so there's so much time there and yeah I I think it really helped me a lot Um, I'm also married to an amazing man who has always really understood that so you know it's really hard when you're married to someone who tells you don't go there's something there. I can feel it. And then it happens. And then you have to explain to your friends why you didn't go stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So your husband, when you first met him, did he also like, did you kind of show him that you had abilities and like, let him know like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more advanced than, than, than many right now. (laughs) Oh yeah. He knew right away. And the interesting thing is he tells a story about when he saw me, that it was like, aha, there you are. I've been looking for you. And I I mean, for him, he knew right away that it was me. For me, I was like, you know, I always dated these very tall blonde, like rock star people. My husband's from New York, dark hair, not my, what I normally would date. (laughs) And it was really funny with him because I think a lot of times the people we date were programmed to date Mm -hmm. so that it's not who we should be with part of that whole programming thing. So when I met him, it was like instant, like, wow, you're interesting. Um, but then my guides came to me and said, you found him. And I was like, wow. oh, wonderful. Okay. And yeah, it's been amazing ever since, but yeah, he's, he's really great. He doesn't care what I'm doing, what's happening. He understands. 
gives me that space I need for that because yeah, that's this takes a lot of time. You know, there's a lot of meditation, a lot of preparation involved in what I do. I don't just show up and, you know, you have right. to really yeah, prepare and work energy. on yourself. Yeah. You're, it's energy, right? So you're constantly like having to like create your space and then reset what you're doing. And like, there's so much, I mean, even for me being someone who's tapped into this, you know, in the last few years, I feel how drained I I am just from sharing things with certain people and trying to help them with something. And I'm like, oh, why am I so depleted? And then I'm like, oh, or I'll feel like so much on a high and I'll feel so much energy. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to do with all this. And that came from like another experience. Like it's been very wild for me in the last few years, how much like that's gone on for me. And you know, it's funny because I think back to like years ago and I was like not awake to any of this. I actually, you know, long story short, I very much lost my connection to God and source. Um, when my grandmother passed away in 2013, who my, um, her name is Amelia. And that's who my first daughter is named after. And she was like my very best friend on this earth, you know, and I know she's on the other side and everything. And when she passed, I was so angry and I was so just distraught and a mess. And I really like went into this, like, like dark, you know, like tunnel of just like not letting myself feel anything, knowing myself to everything. And it wasn't until, you know, really I, you know, became, you know, pregnant with my first daughter, Amelia, and then found out it was a girl. And I knew that she had sent her and I started to like, feel like, you know, like somewhat like myself again. And I started having all these like spiritual experiences. And I started like feeling things and seeing things and seeing like more orbs. And, you know, it was interesting. Even when I was closed off, I was still seeing orbs, but I like, wouldn't want to let myself see them. Like I would see them and I would ignore them. Or I'd take a picture with my husband and there'd be a huge orb around me. And he'd be like, even he, who's not even that tapped in would be like, do you see that? Like, you know, and it was like, and I just be like, oh yeah, you know, and it was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, or like we would be filming something, you know, in our, my home. And he would like, you know, look at the camera and he'd be like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Allie, there was an orb just blew out while you were talking. And I was like, what? You know, and it was like, it was crazy because it kept happening, but I was like totally ignoring it for years. And I had several people come to me too, like mediums in California that were like, you know, you're ignoring this. She's trying to talk to you, all this stuff. And I just was like, not open. And then like what you were saying with like pregnancy and birth, like I had my daughter and I got pregnant and it was like, I just opened up so much and I had no idea. And then like, Fast forward to having Arlie, my second daughter, during the pandemic, especially, I felt like that opened me up like to a whole new realm. Like I felt like while I was pregnant with her, my eyes became wide open. And I was just like, whoa, what am I experiencing? And so I can only imagine for you being someone who's been in this for so long, like I'm still learning how to like understand everything and how to experience it, how to ground myself, how to not sound crazy when I say certain things. <laughs> I do sound crazy. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's so wild to me, but I think it's so magical too. And, and so it's just, it's so cool when you get to talk to people who obviously get it because there are some people who've been listening right now who are like, what are you talking about? Like, this is so woo. But I try telling people all the time, I'm like, energy isn't woo woo. Like we are all energy. Like energy is a real thing. It's science. That's all it is. And that's, and I just want to say real quickly, you realize you had to go through all that with your grandmother so that you could expand in your energy and understand, right? That was yeah, all the path. Saying that. I, 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 um, when she passed at first, you know, I was, I was so mad and I was so upset because I had just gotten married to my husband and I felt like, you know, oh, you literally just left after I just got married. And I was, you know, we were talking about, you know, at some point having a family and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, I don't want to do any of those things without her here, you know, physically on earth. I was so closed off and I, she was my everything. Like I, 
went to her for everything. She, you know, protected me with everything. And no matter what I went through, I knew I had her. And so when I lost that, I literally felt like part of my heart, like broke and ripped out. But you have your husband for that. So she knew you were okay. So she was waiting to go when you were okay. And then you were okay. So she was like, I can go now. She had completed that soul contract with you. I was ready to move on. So actually it's a beautiful thing. If you think about it, I just got goosebumps, you know, that's from her, right? (laughs) So yeah, just know that that was all part of your path. And that's why you are here now. That's why your second child opened you up so much because you were open from your first one. You were ready. Uh, The next three months is going to be crazy for you. You realize that, right? No, I don't. (laughs) Oh yeah. You've got three months of these upgrades coming in. And we should talk about that before I tell you your next three months, because I'm reading your energy as we're setting up. Oh, wow. We have, and we were talking about energy and we were talking about science. And that's the big thing I do at A Girl in the Universe. Um, It's all about science. That that was me because I'm kind of scientific myself. And a couple of years ago, I started feeling these energies and these upgrades. We get these upgrades coming in into the planet and they allow us to ascend during this ascension. It's almost like we're batteries And these energies come in and allow us to level up our energies. Um, So I was like, this is very strange because this is happening random times during the day. And I kept saying to my husband, there's a reason I'm feeling this way and I know I can find it. So then I started researching and I found the magnetosphere. That was the first thing I found. And I noticed when it came in about three hours later, when those big energies hit, my head started going crazy and the ears started going. So then I found the Schumann, which is interesting because the magnetosphere gets it first. And then about three hours later, it shows up on the Schumann and that's when we get it. So I started posting about that because I'm like, look, I learned the Schumann from you. Yeah. Yay. I was like, this is science. We are proving what we're experiencing guys. I mean, we're not just woohoo light workers. This is science. This is really happening. And what's really interesting is if you look at the magnetosphere, we have the sun on one side of the earth, the other side, there's nothing there. There's no bow shock. We have a bow shock on the side of our earth that protects us from the energies from the sun. So when it gets really crazy on the sun and it shoots out these coronal mass ejections at us, which happens, you know, quite often, a couple of times a week, even depending on what's going on with the sun, it bounces off that bow shock, which is a lot like a rubber band and it bounces it off. So we don't get hit with those big energies. About two years ago, we started getting energies on the backside and the scientists were like, where is this coming from? We have no planets over there. There is no reason for these energies. So that's what's upgrading us, these energies coming in. And as of December, last December on the solstice, I think it was the 21st, we started getting those energies every day. Wow. So it's not stopping now. So then in in last February, I think it was the 28th, we started going into triple time and it's just crazy energy. So I used to put a post up every time there was energies. If I did that, I'd be on there all day long. (laughs) Energies right now. So we are just living in it. It's coming in as we're talking and we're doing this beautiful upgrade of the planet and of the people on here. Um, All these things are opening up within you. Emotions, just abilities. You might understand things more, knowings, abilities, and we see things differently. We can also see shifts and stuff in the sky. I don't know how deep you want to go into that, but that's, that's part of our frequency Mm -hmm. as our, as we rise in ascension and 
our bodies take in this light, then we bring it in and we transmute that energy out. We rise in frequency and those frequency, wherever you balance is what you bring in. So if you balance in a high 4D, you are now bringing everything that lives in that frequency into your reality, which is the manifestation, it's the knowings and understandings, it's the colors, it's the ships, it's the just getting things. It's like your puzzle pieces are coming into you. So that's where we are in Ascension right now. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. But we have a big three months ahead of us. Um, there is so much change going on for you. I can't wait. I am so excited for you. Really? <laughs> oh, so much change. Yeah, you're going to be like, I don't know which way to look, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all a catalyst for you for change and upgrade. Oh. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no bad. Nothing bad happens for you to make, be a bad thing. It happens so you look at it and see it and realize it and then do something about it. Change it. Change you. Do whatever you need to do to make it better. Wow. That's your next three months. Really? I, I'm like, it, it just overall for me personally, like what me, like in my, like, like you know, business, what, like just overall for me to learn or overall to learn. Yeah. We, we have the next three months this summer is like crazy light worker summer. And we should talk about light workers and explain what Honestly, light workers I was going to say, before you get into light work, can you go back for a minute and go into, for those that don't understand what ascension is can you kind of break it down a little bit more because i feel like a lot of people hear this and especially because it's becoming more of a trending thing where people are writing about but i don't necessarily know people are actually understanding it can you actually explain what ascension is and how you know this is something that's happening to all of us it's not just you and me having this conversation that are you know feeling ascension and going through ascension yeah it's everybody uh, let's just talk about some of the symptoms the last week alone have you had a headache have you heard your ears ringing? Yes. Have you suddenly been exhausted for no reason? You're just yes. walking through the house. To sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are all ascension symptoms. And these are the big ones. There's also itch. Everybody's itching. Skin's itching. Jaw pain is a big one right now too. But the headaches, the headaches are always something. It's like pressure. It feels like sinus almost. Uh -huh. um, that's because those energies are coming in and you're feeling them. So in Ascension, what's happening, basically the earth lives at a certain level. That's what the Schumann is. And it's a certain resonance. It's like a heartbeat. So as we're ascending, that heartbeat is rising to a much higher level. Some days we're at a hundred. Um, and it's a very high level. So when that happens, you're feeling it within your body. But the whole idea with Ascension is the whole earth is upgrading itself. It's becoming something different. And with that, we're becoming something different. And we've never done this with people on a planet before. There's been two other tries with this Ascension, but it hadn't worked correctly. So this time we're down here on mission with us on the planet because there's this whole thing with the prime directive that no one's supposed to uh, come in and work with the planet we, that I want to call them aliens, but there's so much more than aliens. They're our galactic friends is what we'll call them. Sure. They're not allowed to come in and interfere with us. We have to figure out our own path um, because there's so much higher than us. So to get this ascension going, we reincarnated in. So so many of us that are here right now are really ascended masters here to help with this. We're, and, and I know that sounds all woohoo, but really you are. Think about your life. Think about, go back 
to when you were younger? Did you fit in? Did you always want to be normal? Did you always kind of stand out? Did you have a difficult path coming through? I mean, the path of a light worker usually has some sort of abuse in it, different hard times. There's um, alcohol and drugs use, gambling, anything and everything that's possible, sexual abuse, that's all part of it. But the difference is a light worker on the other side of that isn't a victim. They understand they had to go through that. And especially if you're waking up right now, you realize you had to go through that because you wouldn't be the person you are unless you walked in those shoes. If you had a hunky-dory, wonderful life, you wouldn't understand any of this. Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, anyone. I, think, I think back to like when my parents told me when I was like, I think in kindergarten or first grade and they went in like, you know, for like a parent teacher conference and they sat down with my teacher and my teacher was like, well, I don't know where Allie is, but I'd sure like to be there. And I guess I like wasn't attentive like in class at all. And I was very much daydreaming and whatever, and just, you know, my own world. And, you know, my parents said like, they were like, you were, you know, always like that. I never did well in school. I tried to, I would really frustrate me because I was really bad at tests. And my dad used to get frustrated because he'd be like, it's no such thing as a bad test taker. And I was like, I am a bad test taker. Like I try and I get anxiety and I know the material. And then somehow I fuck it up when I go to do it. Like I would know the material front and backwards. And somehow I still fucked it up. And I just, school was just never my jam. I never felt like I enjoyed it. I never really fit in. Um, even though I like, liked to talk to everyone and was cool with everyone, I was either picked on or bullied or was just, you know, not treated very nicely or gravitated to the wrong people. I didn't find like my few close friends that I still have now. It's like my later years in high school. And that like, and that was like, kind of just happened from like random relationships getting, you know, introduced to me and everything. And I, I was definitely a struggle for me. Like until I got to college, I didn't feel like I really could find myself because I felt like I was always trying to conform, even though I didn't want to conform. I definitely did more drugs um, than I, you know, would like to admit. Um, and, you know, drank more just to fit in and whatever. And um, yeah, I never really felt like I really was enjoying like my experience growing up. You know, I don't know, obviously as a kid, because I don't really remember, you know, at least not this moment, um, you know, back when I was a little one. I mean, I remember like seeing pictures of me, like enjoying and having fun with, you know, with my grandmother and my family and everything. But I remember school specifically, like I never just, I never enjoyed it. It was never something that I felt like I was thriving in. I never felt like I was finding things that I was good at. Like it was always just like, Oh, I have to go to school today. Okay. You know, and then I did cheerleading and I loved cheerleading until the girls started treating me poorly. And then I hated cheerleading because I was being like bullied and just constantly like manipulated and girls were just mean. And like, it was just, yeah. it was just a rough, rough experience. I mean, one of the um, girls purposely had me dropped um, because they like, didn't like me. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> oh, the mean <laughs> girls are so mean. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was a flyer, you know, like, like in the air, you know, and they just like dropped me, like just because they uh, me. And yeah, I mean, I went through a lot as a cheerleader and, you know, eventually ended up quitting, even though I loved it and was so like, competitive at it and did really well. I just couldn't take how I was being treated anymore. Yeah. And, you know, just, I felt like I never felt like I really found myself in school. And then it wasn't until probably like college where I started to finally, which is interesting that you bring this up because 
I went to college um, when I transferred out of um, the East Coast. I went and followed my ex-boyfriend who was military to Arizona and I wound up in Flagstaff. And I think that actual energy may have started it because Arizona, a lot of people say my best friend now to this day, who was my roommate, like we met there. She was always very like light worker way ahead of her time. I couldn't hold space for it. I loved her. I love her madly, but I didn't understand it back then. And I would just be like, yeah, okay. What are you talking about? You know? And she'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, ah, yeah, all right. But I definitely think like a little rubbed off on me and I started to like find myself at school there. And then, you know, I was able to start to just really feel comfortable in who I was and, and everything. But it's interesting that you say that about light workers because I've had a lot of conversations with different people too who also are awake and they've had the same thing. They're like, I never fit in. I never felt like anything really like made sense or mattered. And, you know, so it's, it's just very interesting for you to say that. Yeah, well, that's exactly what we are. That And you just- just explain exactly what a path of a light worker is about. We never fit in, no matter how hard we try. And we try, and then we don't try anymore because we realize we're not. That's where I am now. <laughs> so I'm not doing that. Yeah, exactly. And it's just lovely. And that's what's so amazing about us because we don't fit in. We're not meant to fit in. We're different. We're completely different. We, it's like we're wired completely different. And now is our time. Now is why we're here. And that's why there's so many waking up. And that's why there's so many understanding about the energies. And that's why there's so many people everywhere talking about this, because this is the time we're in it. It's not like going to happen in the future. We're in it now. My guides like to call it the in-between. We're in between when we started in December and where we're going in October. I mean, it's that close. We're here wow. now. Yeah. So, and when you say, and I know what this means, but for those listening, when you say wake up, what in your opinion of definition is waking up? Well, for most people, you can just reference the matrix, like literally taking that pill and your eyes are open and you see everything and you realize how upside down the whole world is. And you realize you've been sending your child to a government school. Why are you doing that? I, when I woke up in that way, I pulled him out of school and homeschooled him like that. I mean, no, no, don't do what calls to you. And that's the wake up. Suddenly you're waking up and you realize you've been following like sheep, these places that you thought you were supposed to do. You thought this is, I mean, our parents did it. It's gotta be okay. Right. Right. And their parents did it. And And their parents. And, and then when you find out about the education system, it was just made to get children through so that they can make them workers. No, that's not what we want our children to do. We want them to thrive. We want them to be happy within themselves. And that's the same thing with us. We need to thrive. And to thrive, you have to take care of yourself first. You have to do self-care and love. You have to go in that mirror and tell yourself you're amazing, even if you don't feel it, because you need to hear it, because you are amazing. You know, and that's why we're here. And that's what we're doing. It's all about you. You're here to make this ascension work. You are. Wow. Without you, we can't do it. Powerful. <laughs> it, it's it's what it is. I mean. We need each and every one of us, we're called the collective. Each and every one of us is a family of light and we're all one. We all work together. Our energy is going out. There's a saying that each light worker is eight miles from the next one because we have these territories that our energy can flow to. So that's why nobody has a light worker living next door to them because we need to be spread out and we're all over the world and people are waking up everywhere. I get emails 
every day of messages from people that have just woke up or they have these amazing experiences happening. I mean, it's happening everywhere. And it's, I mean, this is an amazing time to be here. My guides talk about when we get through the end of this, that this will be a time that's known in history. And much like, you know, we changed into BC and before Christ and and all that stuff on the timeline, we're going to have an Ascension one for the, for the date as well. Wow, That's how big this is. Wow. It's so wild because so many people speak to this, right. And they talk about, you know, how we're ascending and how, you know, that this, this is like, this has been the plan for before we even knew we were essentially reincarnating to it and how wild it is to be alive at this time to actually see it. And I think that's what it is, right? It's like how you were saying, how you see things like that's for me. It's like, like I see things about vaccines. I see things with, you know, within the school systems. I've seen things in Hollywood being that I work in Hollywood, like so much. And that waking up was so hard for me because it was like, part of me was like, no, 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 that can't be. And I wanted to just turn my head and just turn the other way and be like, I'll just go back to sleep. And the other part of me was like, wait, what is happening? And it like really shook me and like made me just start re, you know, rethinking everything because of my own awakening. I mean, hence moving out of California. Um, and so it's just, it's so wild because I have some people DM me, you know, on my social and be like, I saw you post something about consciousness. I've been feeling certain things completely. And like, then I'll start talking to them and I kind of red pill them. Like some people actually take it. <laughs> And some don't, you know, and yeah. the ones that do, it's so interesting because they're like, oh, well, and then I saw this. Oh, and then I saw, noticed this. And it's like, so you're right. It's so interesting because then one thing spirals into the next and then they see something else and they see something else. And all of a sudden you see things like my husband, okay, for example, my husband said today, you know, he's like, it's funny because he's very awake, but I think he fights the ascension. I'm actually curious for you if you feel like heterosexual males, especially like because of their logic and their masculinity and everything, if they like, fight it more than like, obviously like, you know, the feminine and women and everything, because my husband, he's very awake. He's very aware. He sees so much and he gets so much of what I'm saying. But there's certain things that he totally just like, what out, what are you talking about? No, I can't like, you know what I mean? Like he just like, and like walks away and is like, I love right. you. I'm like, no, you know, so I'm just curious. Like, is that kind of like, well, it's very interesting that you bring that up because a lot of us incarnated as women, because we're literally birthing this ascension. Many of these ascension symptoms feel like birth. And then I had a really nice woman the other day tell me they feel like menopause. So it's, it's all about our life. Um, and yeah, that's exactly why we're here. Many of us really resonate as men more than women, but we're in these bodies because we need this frequency. I'm with you on the heterosexual males though. Also, they don't seem to feel the ascension symptoms as no. much as we do. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't. And it's just, it's the way they're wired. It's different. And that's why also such a large amount of light workers are women. Yes. It's not because we're feeling it more. It's because we intentionally came in, in these bodies, because we need to do it in right. this way. Right. So, it's, yeah. It's so crazy too, because how you were saying, you just see things like, for example, my husband, like today, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, was released or whatever, you know, yeah. He got off and I'm like, oh, it's a distraction. And he's like, what? That's exactly what I said. I was in with clients and I came out with clients and my husband's like, wait, Bill Cosby was just released. I'm like, Ooh, what are they trying us not to see? Because that's why they do so. Same thing with, and I feel so bad with the Florida building that yeah. went down. You and I both know there was something in that building that of they course. didn't want us to know. Of course, Things like that don't happen unless there's a reason. Right. And that's part of the waking up. And it's interesting when you first wake up, you go down this rabbit hole and you find out all this stuff 
that's happening. And hopefully you come back up out of that rabbit hole because you need to know that stuff, but you don't need to roll around in it and stay down there. Yes, that so did I, that, that has been definitely hard for me because I, I definitely have come out of it, but then there are times where something else will pop up or something else will happen and I'll kind of get deep back in it or, or I'll see something else and I want to research more and then I get more further. And so it's definitely been like a dance for me of like, it's a diversion to keep you away from you. Um, So they keep putting more in there. So yeah, you need to know, but then you need to come back up and you need to work on you. So that way you can send love and light to that and allow it to heal itself. The darkness does not like love and light. Anything that's bothering you, you just send love and light to it and you will instantly feel it in your system. And it's the most amazing thing. The first time you do that, especially like tomorrow with your visitors, send love and light to everybody in that house and you'll feel it within you. It's an amazing thing. It's, it's like our, our first code for light workers because you don't have to, you don't have to go down there. You understand what's happening down there. You can connect to it. You can send love and light to it. You can check on it, but we definitely don't want to be in mainstream media. You don't want to be in the right. television because of all oh, that. No, I turned my television off at the beginning of 2020 for my husband. I was like, especially being pregnant with Arlie. And I was like already spinning from being pregnant in California and locked down and everything. I was like, and the TV goes off. Like I literally within like the first two months, I turned everything off. I was like, no more TV. I disconnected our Netflix with all the pedophilia crap anyways. And I was like, cut the cord, everything. And I was like, that's it. Like <laughs> music. And like, if you want to watch something at night, like that's fine. But like, that's it. Like I completely, and as soon as I did that and I like quieted the noise outside, I immediately felt so much better. And I was able to like meditate more and do my breath work and journal and like mm-hmm. just tap into myself and my pregnancy so much. And also be so present to like Amelia, my toddler, you know, while being pregnant, like knowing that I wasn't going to be just her mom anymore, you know, and it was, it right. was really beautiful to get to like have that experience and, and be so present and have it just be, you know, my husband and her and I in our little cocoon, you know, just like enjoying each other. You it know? was a gift. It was really, truly, especially with you being pregnant and yes bringing another one in. I mean, you'll never get that time again. I know. I know. I told my husband, I said, it really, it really was such a gift, like as hard as it was and as crazy it was. And then like, of course, everything with like, you know, he wasn't going to be allowed in the hospital, but there was so much unknown that was happening. And I still somehow, I guess, because all things you speak to like my inner knowing and just doing my own work, I knew he would be there somehow. I knew it would work out. And it was, it was like the week before, you know, Arlie was like due and she was already overdue and they kept, you know, trying to push me. And I was like, nope, nope, I'm going to the end. Leave me alone. You know? And I was like, I know her, I can tell, I know my body. And, you know, sure enough, she came right at the 42 week mark and, you know, they opened, you know, the spouses, you know, partners being allowed back in, you know, the week, like the, the week she, you know, before she came. And I was like, that was by design. Like she not done. a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also you're a creator being, so you can manifest what you want that, that whole mindfulness, it's not just a saying it's real. So you were holding out because you wanted it your way and you knew it was going to happen. And look, it did. Yeah. That, that's, I love that. <laughs> that's how we do things. That's exactly how we do things. It's, and yeah. it's, that's it's within your power. That. Yeah. It's crazy. You say that. And like, you know, when people say like, Oh, you know, manifest this, I try explaining to people too, like, you know, cause it took me so long to understand manifesting, even like, as I got more into this and, I, and at first I'd be like, you know, I'd write down what I want and it wouldn't happen. I'd be like, what the frick, you know? And, and now I'm like, no, it's like what you just said. It's like yeah. that intention, that knowing that constant energy behind it. And like, it boom. is, it's seeing it. And then it's your energy with it. It's that ball. It's not just writing it down going, Ooh, I hope 
And this whole, I hope for a million dollars, you know, that's <laughs> not what abundance is, right? Uh, you don't need money. Money's of the 3d realm. Abundance is what you need. You need the things that will make your life wonderful. And yeah, money will, but what would you get with that money? Think of that and, and ask for that for your manifestation. Right. It's a lovely thing. I'm doing an event on the 17th at starseedview.com all about manifesting and setting intention. Ooh, yeah. And it, give me the link and I'll put it in the show notes. I will, because it's, it's, out. it's one of those things everybody knows about, but nobody really knows how to do it. Right. And well, that's what I was going to say. Cause like, right. We see like, right. All the time, especially on social media, like we see people talk about it and they're like, Oh, like you just said, like write down that you want to, you know, a million dollars or write down your journal, this or whatever. And it's like, and then people get discouraged because like, Oh, nothing's happening. But it's like, I realized for me, like, I think especially because I became a mom, like, and I started like, you know, really being present to it and paying attention to it. And I was like, oh, because I'm actually thinking about it. I'm actually putting the energy behind it. I'm believing it. I'm seeing it. Then it's actually becoming something. Yeah. You're creating it. Right. That's you're the creating. thing. Your energy creates it. It's not just a wish. We don't wish. Wish and waiting keeps things away from you. It's happened and you're catching up. I always say it's like you're driving to Chicago. You're not hoping or wishing Chicago's there. You know, it's at the end of the road. You know it. It's the same thing with manifesting. It's there. It's just catching up to you. So you just make it happen. You see it in your mind's eye. Then you feel how it's going to feel like it's real. Not like it's going to happen, but it happened. It's real. You're living it. That's your energy. You put it together. You send it to the universe. And then you say, and so it's done. You don't go back into it because if you go back into it, you're now pulling it back to you and you're, it's like shopping at Amazon or Macy's and you go in and you change the color after you've already ordered it and you send it back out and then you go, Oh no, I get to change the shipping. You're never going to get that item. It's the <laughs> same exact thing. I love that analogy. <laughs> it's the same thing though. You need to release it, let it go and then go to another intention. Don't, don't think about it again. Don't put any more energy to it. You did it. It's out there. The universe hears you and is making it come to you. It's just, you haven't got to it yet. Wow. It'll be there. I love that. That's so powerful. And then for those listening that, you know, haven't really awakened or they're listening and they're like, okay, I, none of this works. I've done this before in my life. It's all woo woo. Nothing happens. What do you say to those people? Because obviously, as you were just saying, we'll get into this, that these coming months are going to be big for the entire collective. What do you say to those people who are kind of looking at all of us as like, oh, this is crazy. And this is conspiracy. And I, you know, I can't even like look at what you guys are talking about. And there's no way, like none of that's happening. Like look at the world right now. Like they just don't see it. What do, what do you say? I would start with why does it trigger you so bad? Mm. What is making this trigger you? And then I would look at that because it's really you that's being triggered. I mean, what I'm doing should not bother you whatsoever. It doesn't affect you. It's your life. So if you're being triggered by what somebody else is doing, look at why it's triggering you. Also manifesting right now is different than it used to be. Like when the secret came out 10 years ago, although it worked then too, if you did it correctly, I mean, I manifested like crazy back then. Um, but now it's different because these energies are coming in and these energies really are allowing you to connect to things. We've never been able to on this world ever. This is a time like never before. So if you really put your mindfulness to it, if you really use your words, your words are important because if you say, I don't believe, guess what? You don't believe. And it's not going to happen. You say, I'm blocked. You say, I'm awful. I'm ugly. You've just created that in your life. So don't do that. Use the words you want in your life to create the life you want. So say, I'm wonderful. I am so connected in. I am so connected to guides. I'm so connected to source. 
I manifest like nobody else. I mean, I can manifest and just say it. It doesn't matter if you believe it or not. You're bringing that energy into your world. So it's really be careful what you say and really use the energy now and ask yourself why it's triggering you. Those would be the things I would say. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I love that about the triggering because you're right. It's like I've had so many people (laughs) trigger off of me and I'm like, I'm just sharing like, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not changing anything in your life. I'm just, I'm just sharing, you know, so take it it or leave it. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's fine. I'm not trying to change your life, but if it does resonate with you, there's a wonderful world out here with a lot of people that are resonating a lot of people that you might really enjoy talking with. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. A whole new world of people to connect with. And yeah, it's crazy. And it's funny too, because the more I connect with light workers myself, the more I feel like I've found like actual friends and like actual people that truly get me versus they have your back like, too. Yes. Like we were talking about you in school and those mean girls. Yeah. I had the mean girls too. I'm with you on that. And they didn't have your back and you never really trusted women, which is so sad because women are wonderful, but we're all different. All the light workers are people that live from the heart center. You know, we don't want to hurt each other. We want to help each other rise you up. You do something wonderful. We're going to share it with everyone and tell everyone how amazing you are because there's enough to go around for everybody. We're not threatened by each other. So that's the difference. That's the the world we live in, the love. Well, when you say that about there's enough to go around for everyone, I feel like too, like society, like in the program, what you're speaking to earlier, like teaches us that like you have to be in competition with everyone like you can't necessarily trust you have to be this in order to be over this person you have to do this in order you have to kick the first person to in order to fly up here and it's like but that's all bullshit <laughs> it is the first thing about light workers and about what you and i do is there's no hierarchy right. we are all completely even somebody might have woke, woke up earlier than someone else but we're all the same. We're all just catching up. We're like an equalizer. You know, they go up and down, but eventually everybody will be the same. That's exactly what I do at A Girl in the Universe, though. I I share people that I resonate with because I want the world to find out about them because there's enough to go around. We don't have to, we're not hoarders here. We're not trying to, you can only have my clients. No, I can (laughs) share with everybody because, you know, we need to share. We need to share these amazing gifts. Right. Yeah, I I love that you said that because I think that the more people also that do that and have those conversations and show that, the more we also vibrate at that higher frequency. So other people want to do it too. And they don't feel like they have to stay in that matrix and that lower frequency of, oh no, these are my clients. Like I even look at myself and I'm like how I share so much more people and just even like sounds so stupid, but like even social media, like tagging more people and sharing them and sharing the pages. Like I could have always done that, but like, why did I feel like before that I like, that was something I shouldn't do because like then- they might, you know, work with my client instead of me work with my client. And then this might happen, that might happen. But again, it's like all programming that you've been taught, like to not allow that, to not do that. And it's like, but that's not true. That's exactly right. We've been programmed to not trust and to not allow others in. Whereas now we're open. You're open. You realize no one can hurt you unless you allow them to hurt you. Right. Their words and their thoughts can only hurt you if you put energy to them. So nothing comes in that you don't want to come in. So yeah, it's like, you're finally free. You're free. You can walk your path and allow everybody else to walk their path and let the sun shine on everyone. And it's a wonderful thing. That's what Ascension is. Everybody coming to that point and realizing there's enough for everyone and we need to help everyone and raise everyone up. Yeah, that's Ascension in a nutshell. 
Wow. Well, and I love it. You also mentioned, obviously, the programming, like without getting insanely deep, because I've said that to several people and they're like, what do you mean program? And some people get in and a lot don't. Like, what would you say about the programming and like what we've been in when we speak to the matrix? What, what in this as simple as possible could we explain to the general, you know, audience, obviously those that are listening that already are red pills and are awake, they know what's up, but there are those that are not. What well, are there's the, so much think, out there. I know there's so much, but how would yeah. you start to explain the matrix and the programming for them to start to maybe start to just look at things and, and question? I would start with the news and it's so strange that I, I think it's John Oliver that runs it. He'll, he pulls together all the news reels from like all over the U S and they're saying exactly the same thing from all these different places. That's not cutting news. That's programming. And, and that's programming at its finest. It's basically they're putting stuff through for you to hear constantly just barrading you so that you believe it so that you follow their narrative rather than following your own. And I know it sounds strange for you that aren't awake, but look into it, go into it because I got to tell you, I work with clients every day and I'm removing programming from their systems, from their energetic systems. I mean, it's not just stuff that we're hearing. It's becomes part of us. It comes into our energetic fields and it changes you. It doesn't allow you to be who you truly are. So anytime that you're listening to something and it's, you feel like it's somebody talking and it's not you, that's programming. You'll also, some of my clients will talk about, they'll hear something behind them. It's not in their head, but it's behind them. It's like they're whispering. Um, it's not a spirit, it's programming. And there's so much coming through our television and through our radios and through modern music. Modern music is full of programming. But for you waking up, you have to see it to understand it. I can talk to you about it forever, but if you don't have the ears to hear and the eyes to see, you never will see it. So just look around, look around and see what's going on. See what doesn't feel right with you and, and put your hand on your heart. If you put your hand on your heart, it helps you connect and then watch it and see what you say. Because basically there's a world going on around you that they want you to believe is happening and it's not quite right what they're telling you. That's it. And you have to figure out the narrative and you have to find your way through that. That's your path. Yeah. That's a really good way to explain it. And so that's a good way for us to go forward because you said from the summer to October for the collective, it's going to get real. So what, oh, what, yeah. what should we talk about? <laughs> um, well, we can talk about the five full moons. My guides came through uh, two full moons ago and said, we have five full moons until it's September is when the big stuff happens guys so that is the end of part one i am making this a two-parter because it is so good we get so deep sa and i and i just didn't want you guys to one kind of get lost or like oh my gosh what's going on because we really get deep and we want to share and help others understand a lot of what is going on in the collective and have them do their own soul searching as she shared and tapping into yourselves and your knowingness of what you know, resonates for you and what your narrative is. So get ready on Friday. We'll be dropping the second part of this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy and really take it in with this episode and um, listen with your heart. Thanks guys.
Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.